Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Potter's Podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. So we'll jump straight in for this week's episode. Straight in with the transfers. And we'll talk first about the only person who's been who's been talked about for money, Liam Lindsay. So what do you reckon? Well, he's, uh, he's a young lad, isn't he? He's only made 170 senior appearances, so he, he's got time on his side, hasn't he? He's got time to get better as well. Um, he's won Players' Player of the Season the year they got relegated as well, so the lads he's playing with obviously think a lot of him. So. Well, I mean, he's, like I say, he's a, he's a young Scottish player. Uh, he's made his name through in the lower ranks of Scotland at Partick Thistle, making his way through. I think he played in the Premier League with them. Uh, he had a lone spell at Alloa, which I like saying as well, <laughs> uh, and Hedronians. So, he's, so I like that because he's, he's had to go the hard way. He hasn't been a youth product at United or at Liverpool or at Man City. Yeah. He's, had do it, he's had to do it the hard way. Yeah, he's come through the lower leagues, hasn't he? So. Yeah, he's come through. So, you know, he's he he hasn't got a poor discipline record. He, I think he looks the right kind of player we're after. I mean, he, him alongside Ryan, he'll learn from a top defender anyway. So, I think he's a good replacement for Bat. What do you think Bat's going to go? Well, I think Bat will go to the bench as a spare for, for Ryan. See, I don't think he's done too bad. He, he, I, I, I think he's good. I, I don't mind any back, but I just think Ryan's a better player. I think he's a better defender. I mean, he's had his problems with his back injury and his problems with um, not really sorting that kind of stuff out. But, like I say, I think he's just a better player than Danny Bat. Yeah, I, I do think he's, he's, his best days are a bit behind in those shortcuts, I do. Yeah, but he's a legend, no, isn't he? I mean, you, you can look at it that way, can't you? He'd make a great coach one day, once he, I think, at Stoke. I think he'd be a great manager at Stoke yeah. one day. Um, but, um, like I say, I mean, obviously, you can't really pass much judgment on him yet because he hasn't played in the Championship. Well, he has one season, and he's yeah, played. Yeah, first season with us. Yeah, yeah he's, when we he's, got done one, he's done one season. Um, and, like I say, he won Players Player of the Season that year, so... Was he stopping them from being completely embarrassed that year? For a centre-half when players play of the season, when you get relegated, he must have been doing something right. He must have been stopping them getting thumped six or seven every week. Well, he's, <laughs> if, I mean, from, from the looks of it, he's a good defender. I mean, everything I've heard from Barnsley fans, I mean, Barnsley fans are gutted about losing him, yeah. which is always a good indication. If a, te- if a team's unhappy about, about losing a player, it's because he's a good player. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, you didn't see you didn't see many Huddersfield fans going, "Oh God, Tom Ince, we can't lose him." <laughs> you know, you, you didn't see many of them, did you? So well, we're talking about that wanting him back. Well, he can have him back. <laughs> I'll, I'll book the taxi. I'll get one of those Ubers. Case they'll make you pay again. <laughs> They're nice and cheap, aren't they? So. <laughs> yeah. So we'll move on now to an unheard of, really, a player I don't really know much about. I'll be honest. Um, Jordan Cousins from QPR. Yeah. Well. Um, he can play left, he can play centre mid, and he can play right. So he makes a good sort of utility player across the middle. Don't see if you pick up injuries, he can play either side. He can play in the middle, but I mean, he's been let go from QPR. I mean, yeah, but who is he? 
This is a, this is the main question. Who is this bloke? I've never heard of him. I've, no, I, I, I hadn't heard of him myself until he mentioned him. Um, I mean, he's another lad. I mean, he's made 186 appearances and he's 25. You'd have thought, like, he might have made a few more by now. Well, I mean, I just don't think he's ripped up trees at QPR, has he? I mean, you, well, you... who has? Who's ever ripped up trees at QPR? Uh, Apple to rat. When he, when he played. <laughs> yeah, he had to rip up trees, he had to wait for it. <laughs> but, you know, when we talk about him, I mean, he, he was player of the year for Charlton, though, wasn't he, at one point? He's not scored many goals, though. Eight goals. That's what I mean. I, I, at 25 for a midfielder, that's, that is poor. It's, it's the, the age... The age is what's putting me off him, really. Um, he obviously didn't want to stay at QPR anymore because I don't think it was going well for him there. I mean, he was loved at Charlton, to be honest. So, you know, it's one of them, really, that I don't really see the point unless, unless, it, unless it's a spare player. You a lot at Charlton. There's a, a lot of players at, at Charlton. They're, they're always loved, aren't they? You don't, they, they it's a very... Much a family club, and whenever I hear anything about a Charlton player, they go, oh, "I love, I love this player. We love this player." It's just, it's just Tim Pot club, isn't it? Really, Charlton <laughs> Athletic. I mean, I don't really see the point in them. I remember when in the Premier League years ago, and I thought, "What are they doing in the Premier League?" They're just a Tim Pot club in London. They had one or two, didn't they? That that made them tick at the time. Um, they had a good start at one point because Parker played for them, didn't he? He played for Chelsea. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, he broke through there. And yeah. obviously, Bent because I mean Darren Bent. Didn't he, didn't he run out already one year for yeah, Golden Yeah, Bits? he scored he was, a lot of goals. He was sort of he second scored, or third guy. scored a lot of goals for Charlton. But like I say, this Cousins, I mean, it, it's not one that's going to get me excited, to be honest. No. I mean, as a squad player, I think I can understand. I mean, he can, he can play on the wings as well, by the looks of it. So, you know, he can't be much worse than Tom Ince or James McLean. So, you know, he could, might as well give it a go. It's free transfer. Yeah. Can't argue with free, can we? Yeah. Is I he mean, going to be a squad player? Is that what he's voting for? Uh, well, that's what I mean. That's the only thing you can think of. It. He's yeah. bringing him in. I can't see him being. I can't see him being first choice. Uh, he must be. I think he's just bringing him in if, in case Etebo gets an injury or mm. and just plays every now and again. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we were short at times. We were playing, playing players Saturday then Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday, and you could tell. Well, it was Come Island, the following Saturday, they were shattered. And you just think, well, maybe we do need a few squad players for them Tuesday games and just for rest a few legs because he didn't rest enough. Neither did Rowett as well. He didn't rest enough. Well, I, don't, I don't think he had the squad. No. That's the thing. I, That's don't, the think thing. He had that. I don't think he did. I mean, you yeah. look at that midfield. I mean, you've got Sam Clucas, Ryan Woods, Peter Etebo. Who else are we talking? I'm trying to think. Oh, Bo Yan. He was who hasn't ripped up trees. I mean, the quicker he goes out of the club, because he's, he's causing friction between the management team and the fans. I mean, he got he got Rowett sacked. Uh, Bowian did really. If you if you want to be serious about it, so I think with who we're looking at free transfers, there's no there's no expectation then. I mean, no. what killed Bedikophobia, I think, was the expectation of well, we got he cost twelve million. We're expecting goals from this lad straight away because he spent that kind of money on him. He does look like a business decision, doesn't he? It? It, to me, it looks like an obvious decision. <laughs> you've, got ten, really. you've got ten players that really need leave, and you're bringing in a lot of free transfers. It's business. It's not. I don't think. I don't think they're looking at it in a football sense. I think they're looking at it and going right. 
Cousins has played three years in the championship for QPR. He's been not offered a new contract. He's free. He's a squad player. He's not only costing the wage. The, I think they're looking at it and trying to rebuild the club, get some money back in, get rid of the the, the negative out of the club and, and start again. I do do not think they're looking at promotion this season. I really don't. I don't. I think it, for me, it depends on how, the money they spent. Because I mean, if we bring these, but I mean, from the looks of it, we signed them all. So we brought in Lee Gregory, Striker, Nick Powell. I mean, let's be honest, that's that's an interesting story as well about Nick Powell. I think the coaches let it slip. Yeah. Going, oh, it was sad to see Nick Powell. He's gone on to Stoke. Stoke <laughs> haven't seen So Wigan, Wigan now are declaring our signings before Stoke yeah. do. Wigan that's how far behind we are. Yeah. Even Nantwich have got that sorted. When they buy a player in, they go, yeah, they sound, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what was that about before that? Oh, so yeah, we've got Nick Powell coming in. Um, cousins coming in. Lindsay. Lindsay's coming in, and that's two million pounds for. Yeah. Yeah, I can't cool. knock it really. Yeah. I mean, the, the the thing is, the jury's out. You can't, you can't like like we've said in the past. You can't all. We've bought names in the past. We have, and we we've. I think a lot of Stoke fans have got to will give these lads a chance. Let them come in, see what Nathan Jones does with them. And he's obviously seen something in them all, otherwise he won't bring them in, would he? And the thing is, in the past we've but we all even in the prem, you always wanted a name. A lot of Stoke fans always went, well, why don't we sign him? Why don't we sign him? I think we've both been guilty of that. I remember when Balassi was available, and we were like, let's buy Balassi, and then he turned out to be dreadful. Well, it's because well, he's he went into and he he ended up getting when yeah. he was at Everton, when he recovered from it, he ended up at Villa. On loan into yeah. but he, 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 he was struggling with it. Yeah, he was even... struggling play. Yeah. Um. So like I say, I've, I think free transfers is right now, especially the ones we brought in. I mean, Cousins is the only one I'm sort of like mm, really, but if he's coming as a squad player, then we might be able to shift him in Bueller and die by bringing him in, and then it's technically good business, even though we're going to lose money on those players. Yeah. At least we got rid and we brought people who won't play. Yeah. Um. Well, the thing is, there wouldn't have been a massive amount of convincing Jordan Cousins to come to Stoke. Would they? No, You've no. got no club. No yeah, one's interested in you. It, we wouldn't take it. He's not going to stay at QPR over Stoke, is he? No. I mean, QPR are in a really bad way financially. Yeah. They're a club I think that, it's probably one that could go... But, but saying season. that, we're in the same boat. Both clubs, QPR and Stoke, have both fallen short thanks to Mark Hughes. Overspending yeah. on useless players that you can't get rid of and cost you for five years, not one. I mean, I don't think. Uh, I mean, QPR was dreadful. Some of the money they spent there. Oh, I know. Yeah, they bought like thirty-three-year-olds, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Twenty million or whatever, and, and they brought Rio Ferdinand in on big money, didn't they? As well. Oh, I know. He didn't have any legs left. It's right. like us with Darren Fletcher. Yeah. But it's, like I say to you, I mean, I, I, I think that. I think the rumours that are coming through are right, but the biggest rumour this week, one that has got everybody talking, and I think it's a bit of a, a bit of a topic is Dwight Gale. Yeah, but I mean, from what what I've heard um, on the radio, he, we've got South for bringing him in. Would you buy him though? Well, the thing is, if you look at his record in the Championship, he scored fifty nine goals in three seasons. It's not a bad return, that. Oh, he's, he, we know at this level he's deadly. We know this. But if you go up another level, he scored 21 goals in four seasons. So his record in the Prem is pretty woeful, really. 
Well, that's what I mean. Um, but if we if we want to start pushing up the table, we 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 both know we need a goal scorer. But we, could Benny Kofi this could Benny Kofi this year push on with the right people behind him? I don't know. I don't know. He he frustrated me last season. Oh, he did. He reminded me of like Carl Lightbourne. Yeah. And, and, and that's. I know a few people said something to me and he goes, no, I, I genuinely think he's like Carl Lightbourne. He looked all right at the beginning, mm. especially away from home. He, he's got a good finish on. Oh, yeah, he he's a good finisher. He is a good footballer. Maybe. I mean, the thing is, personally, if it was me, I'd give him another option. I'd get, let him go one more year, only because you see players all the time have bad seasons. Doesn't it doesn't reflect on him as a player? He, there's plenty of times you look through statistics. Some of the best players, you go, well, what happened that season? Just had a poor season and that was it. Maybe had a couple of injuries oh, or yeah, whatever. You, have them, yeah. you yeah. can have a bad season. I, ju- I just think maybe if he sold him now, he could end up in another championship club and score twenty five goals. Maybe oh, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, he's probably had to go away this summer. And he's gone away with with the family and thought, what has that gone wrong with me this this year? I know exactly what's gone wrong with Benny Phoebe. It's complete misjudgment from Gary Rowett. He looked at Benny Benny Phoebe because of his his stocky size and he's not tall but he's tallish. He's physical and he's strong. He, he looks physical, but he's soft as shit. Mm. And when he was playing when he was playing these games, you could see he was soft as shit. He's running around like an headless chicken, don't know where he is. And the worst thing he kept doing was standing next to defenders. Yeah. It was the worst, it was the most frustrating thing. The amount of times I was screaming, screaming from the crowd, thinking, what are you doing? You're stood in between two centre-backs. Who's going to be able to pick you out of a pass? Because if they do, the defenders are there. I think he needs a partner up front. I do. I, I do, and he needs a good, creative midfielder. Yeah. This is where Nick Powell comes in. Now, but, Nick Powell might be able to get the ball through to him. But don't you think if you had Gale alongside him, He's got the pace, hasn't he? Yeah, well, that's so if the phobia's the one holding the ball up. I think they're too similar. I don't. I, I don't. Gail's miles quicker. He's quicker, but I think they're both similar. I think Gail's got a better attributes. I think he's 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 just a better movie. But to in Gregory, that sort of player who could play alongside someone who's quick. Well, we've got Sam Vokes, haven't we? I mean, as well, yeah. I mean, Sam Vokes. For me, Sam Vokes is the first man on the team sheet for me. I mean, that goal against Sheffield United alone just makes me go, yeah. I think we'll only buy Gale if the phobia leaves. Yeah. I don't think he will. I think otherwise yeah, we've got four strikers and it's like, well, you're not going to keep them all. Well, I mean, the nonsense came like. out this week, one there about uh, Benic Phobia being linked to Ferrabarchi. Well, everyone seems to be linked to Turkey, don't they? I know, it's just, they love our players <laughs> at the moment, it. don't they? I mean, yeah. we've got Indai being linked there, we've got... Uh, Side Sado being linked there as well. Oh, Sado better better we well. He loves Stoke. Yeah, they could they, they can have him. It's all the Turkish restaurants we've got Stoke. I mean for me they can have him. They can have him. You can have Sado Berahinia with a with a a lovely smile as well. I mean See, don't you think the price I mean I've heard two or three Fulham are interested for ten million. Newcastle say they want twenty for him. It's a lot of money that is for Dwight Gale, especially He's twenty nine. Ah, Stoke will never pay that for. for, for Not for someone that's twenty. I, I, I wouldn't pay that anyway because look at his record in the Premier League. How many goals did he score in the Premier League? Twenty one and four seasons. But how many appearances was that? Um, well, you've got it over a couple of clubs. Um, you've obviously got it at Palace. Um, and I mean, Newcastle. Sixty seven appearances, twenty nine goals. 
So some of them were in the majority of them, 23 of them were in the championship when they went down. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know so what I mean? He's got that seven, I think, for Newcastle. So you can understand why he, he, he keeps coming back down to the championship. Because that's his level, isn't it? Yeah. That is his level. He, he, I know he scores goals in this level, but the thing is, we're aiming to go up, which he would give us. But I can't see, I think it'd be a waste to get him it's for £20 cool million pounds to then next year, if we do go up, we've got to replace him again. Yeah. So we're right back to square one again. It's worth nothing. Yeah, and plus a club might might pay 16 or 15 million yeah. getting him away. So it'll always be a loss because of his age. I mean, how old is he? He's 29. But the only thing is, if if we went up, you know for a fact that the payment you get for going up is big. Oh, yeah. So he pays, if he scored 23 goals for us and then we went up, you've already paid for him, really. So I don't think it matters if you lost him for five. If you, I wouldn't pay 20 for him. I think 12 would be pushing it. I think I'd, I'd say 9 million, I would. Yeah. Because there's no return value there, is there? I mean, no, but he's 29, he, isn't he? If, he? if he comes Stoke and we didn't get promoted... That it's a really bad business deal, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is then, yeah. Yeah, because if, if we do go up, then it don't matter. But that's a risk of any signing. It's like Alex Ferguson said, it's, it's easy signing a player, it's hard for signing a good one. Yeah, but if he was twenty four. Oh yeah, there's less. You, there's less risk six, there. You've got, you've got six years of his prime. And plus, you, if he did go up, you could sell him to a championship side who's got yeah, money, who's gone down, exactly. and, and sell him At twenty nine, you've always got to be careful. I mean, all the big clubs will always say. You buy a player at 28 on a three-year contract, you know he's worth nothing at the end of it. Not really. You just end up in America or China. Yeah. That's all they ever do, isn't it? They get to 32, 33. And right, go, last big paycheck. Yeah, well, let's go to America. Money. Yeah. I think it ruins a lot of careers, though, are they, when they go over there? I mean, there's some players that you're thinking, what are you going over there for? I mean, Chavi, when he went, uh, was he Dubai or... Or Saudi Arabia or something. Pato's I mean, career's been dreadful, aren't it, since he's, Pato he's was, been everywhere, aren't he? Pato's he been He's been everywhere. He yeah. has Qatar, China, the MLS, I think, at one point. I mean, he... Well, you're talking about Luis Suarez going America now. Well, he can have him, can't he? He likes a bike, doesn't he? new franchise that David Beckham set up. Into Miami. Into Miami. Sounds like a sounds yeah. like a blue film. I think you've uh, put big money on the table for it as well. I think, so. it's, uh, I think that's what you call a blue movie title, <laughs> isn't it? Into Miami. Who's this Miami? She's a lovely lady. <laughs> I think it was a fellow movie, knowing Beckham on the side. So we uh, right. So we covered uh, Dwight Gale, aren't we? Really. So uh, the only other one that I finally see is we I mean we've delved onto the Fenerbahce who oh. plus. Um, Oh, plus what's it called? And uh, what, who was it, what? What you talk about was Eric Peters going back to PSV Eindhoven. Well, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Really. Yeah. Um. It it's he's not he's he's not gonna he's not gonna play for Stoke again. He's already said that he knew straight away when Nathan Jones come in, he'd never play for Stoke again. I still don't agree with him saying that. If, well, the trouble is though, you could you could say that about a lot of players. How many times did Charlie Adam open his mouth last season? On TalkSport, on this, on that. Charlie Adams leaving the club has been on the cards. He's probably been on the transfer list for two well, he, years. He used to say everything on the radio about oh, yeah. stuff that went on behind the scenes. And, and you just think some things are better left unsaid a little bit. And, and I don't know, it's just like ripping the club bit from bit. I just I don't like it. I don't like players putting stuff on Twitter. 
Um, unless it's like obviously we played well today, good effort from the lads or whatever. I didn't mind that, but and they start picking about contracts and and talking about the manager and I'm not wanted here and stuff like that. Just puts the club in a bad light, doesn't it? Straight away. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I can see him going back there. I mean, he's a bit of I wouldn't say legend at BSV, but he made his name there. Um, Vocal in Stoke. I wouldn't say he's he's been a disappointing signing because I think he's been a good servant. He's been been a decent he's player. Some, he's had some good seasons. Hasn't he's he? been decent. He's been decent yeah. still. Kenny Peters yeah. has. Yeah. He's just not good enough, really. He's just not a. He's not good enough for the modern wing back. Thing is, his best his best um, time at Stoke was when uh, Marco Anatovic was with him because them two were reasonably close. Well, really, and, and he, he linked up well. Wanted. Yeah, well, they linked up really well on the pitch, and he could tell. You could tell they just worked really well together on that left side, and when he left, he he just sort of lost his mojo a little bit. Mm. And um, well, he's been asked to do two jobs there once. Yeah, well, he never really ran that far before, did he? Well, he get to the halfway line and Marco take it off him. And that well, that's that. that's the thing about before that it took a lot of the shine away from um, Peters that he didn't have to do a modern fullbacks job because he'd just go go to a certain point and give it Marco. It well, Marco can't call him that, aren't he? And then Arnie would run, run up the wing and he would create something and it'd work. But like I say, as soon as Arnie left, he was asked to be doing, do it more yeah. than what he was able to do. And he, and he ain't cracking he, off track back. And he, he lost his place yeah. in the Holland side. He, he struggled, the fans started booing and, and all yeah. that. And he, he wanted to get out. I mean, Nathan Jones got rid of him, opened the board would spend and get a new left back in. And at the moment, we still haven't got it. For me, it's the most important position on the pitch. We've we've dropped on lucky with Tom Edwards, so I think the right back position's pretty much sorted. Plus, you, you um you've also got Valendon who can drop back there as well. Yeah, he can fill in. So it, I I'm not too worried about. I, I do genuinely believe that Tom Edwards will get that as well. He will. Tom yeah. Tom Tom Edwards will be a good player for Stoke. There's yeah. no question of that. Um, but the thing is with Peters, I've got a I've got this horrible feeling he'll be left back next season. I really do. I don't know, unless the relationship changes somewhere over the summer, I can't see it. I just can't see what... If if, if you've come out publicly and said, I, I get the impression the manager don't want me. They've obviously had words, whether it be at training or at the ground. Somewhere along the line, they've crossed, had crossed words. For you come out, because he said that in anger, Nancy. He's yeah. come out and said, well, the manager don't want me. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said anything. If well, it, I mean, you wouldn't have loaned him out for a kickoff. I mean, well, no, something's been said. Yeah. You wouldn't loan out your only left back. Your only left back who's before was first name on the sheet. Well, he was not crap. Let's be honest. We're not going to go into Josh Timmon again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him. Well, the thing is, Peters didn't have a too bad a start under Howard. Yeah, scored away at best. Yeah, but he, he couldn't get up and down, could he? And it's just it's it was killing him, and it's yeah. uh, you know moving to Amiens. He was he's done well there, to be fair. Probably a change in. I think they've come into some financial struggle for. Well, they've been relegated, and plus they've spent a hell of a lot of money as well. For buying, so. So I mean, it looks like he. I wouldn't mind him getting back PSV. I think that's a good move for him. I think that's just the right fit. They're in a bit of turmoil at the moment because Ajax are dominating, and I think he'd be a good sign for them. Good for us to get rid, but. Like I say, if we don't get James Justin this win, windy, I think it's going to be a bad that's one. A, that's a no. I, I can't. I can't see that now. Not now. Leicester are in. I, I just. It's a shame because 
he could he could have made a massive difference because we'd have oh, quite yeah. a bit of pace both sides. Huh? He could have been the real. He could go. He, like, like I said before on this podcast, and, if, and on a, like I said a few times, James Justin can get Stoke up. Simple yeah. as that. He could get Stoke up because his pace at left back, he can play right back as well, but his pace getting us up up and down the pitch, it's priceless really. And yeah. I, I, like like I said, when when you bring in free transfers. We've we've earned a lot of money this year through parachute payments, so for me the our budget has to go on two players, a left wing back, and a creative mid central midfielder. That's where our money needs to go. I still think some of it needs to go on a striker. I do. It's, it's so been... so you you would take Dale then? I would take Dale. Yeah, I would. I just I honestly think if you could get him at the right price, if you get him for sort of like eight nine million, like you said. I just think he could be the one that could really push us. At the end of the day, how many teams have gone up with an, an average side, but they signed that one person? Well, it's happened Kevin twice, Phillips. Yeah. Kevin Phillips at Championship. How many times did he turn up at a different club? He went West Brom. Their side was terrible. And they signed him and went up because he scored about 25 goals for them. Well, it's the same thing as well, isn't he? When he was at Villa, he, he improved there. He was a good player. He was a good player in the Brown, never mind those. But never mind him. Um, championship. He was a good striker. He was, but he, yeah. it did happen with Stoke in the nineties, ninety six. We had a very average team, but we had the SAS. We had Sturridge and Chen. Yeah. We nearly got us up. Yeah. Got us to the playoffs, and we were a bang average team. You've got to admit, though, the, the fans. If if we started playing a bit more attractive football, started scoring goals again, you would not be looking at that table as much. The problem is, you you winning one nil you drawing then losing and it's, the fans are just bored of it it's been like that now for over two years and it's dreadful and when you see goals even if you end up drawing 3-3 and stuff like that it's more exciting the fans are like well, we just need sort of defence out but we're great going forward well I've said before now about how you build a team I've always said before you build from a back sound a good back line back line yeah and then if takes care of itself then you just need to pick off here as long as you've got a good back line but that's what worries me at the moment we've got two old men there and then we've got kids in Suter and Collins yeah so for me I mean there's a player I mean I'm gonna we're gonna go into the new topic now where we're gonna discuss who we would buy for these positions yeah Realistically, don't start going out there and going. I tell you what, let's go get Danny Alves or you know, <laughs> let's let's go get Messi from Barcelona. We've got to put it realistic. in realistic, realistic terms. So I'll talk now about who I'd buy. Now, yeah, all the free transfers, get them all in, I take all of them. Yeah. Now, if we're gonna miss out on James Justin, my left back would be Greg Taylor from I think it's Craig or Greg, one of the two, Taylor from Kilmarnock. Yeah. He's 21, lightning quick, been a major part of Kilmarnock finishing third in the SPL last year. Yeah. And the good thing is, he's under the radar. Not many have picked up on him. And the reason that is because Kieran Tierney's in that league, who, you know, is miles out of our league now. It looks like Arsenal or, or United is his yeah. next destination. So, luckily for us, nobody really knows about him. And this is where Stoke have got to be clever and go, I'll tell you what, let's go in for him. Let's go get him. Yeah. Before anyone else sniffs him out. Yeah, because I haven't heard him mentioned until he's I haven't seen him mentioned anywhere, which is why, which is why I look, bro. I do watch my Scottish football. Yeah. And every time I see him Kilmarnock play, he's the only player to look at and go, 
Oh, he looks quite Sports special. Team. He's he's quick. He moves well. He and that's who I bring in. Yeah. Now midfields. I'm desperate to see Ben Pearson come Stoke. Yeah, well, there's been no, no. Well, we were linked to him, we were linked to him last season, weren't we, for a small amount? But I just think that I've watched him twice now against Stoke, and he and and every time I've watched him on what's it called that crap program we have to watch football on nowadays. What's that called? Uh, what's, what's it called that oh, whatever it is that that, that watch that, 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 whatever it is yeah, gold the coconut channel whatever it is but it, it was it, 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 we just I just think Ben Pearson has got that true quality I think he's 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 a Premier League midfielder just that he just hasn't had the move See, yet I don't think he's looking at it like that at the end of the day we all know that, that Etebo was a shining light really last season at times I think he's looked at it and he's going to go Atabo, Powell and if not then Alan will play because he's already said he won't sign Gale unless Alan goes and let's face it no one's really been that interested in Gale, Alan have they? Gale for Alan? No they said they'll sell they oh, won't, won't buy Gale unless they sell Alan because of the money I can't see everyone wanting to buy Alan not for, not for seriously good money like they're on about I mean who's going to buy Joe Alan for 21 million? There's no chance. I mean, who's going by him for that? He's much? another one who runs around no structure to his play at the moment. Uh, yeah, so so they're my two choices because I don't think we need a striker. I, I'd give Benic Phobie the Benic Benic for the doubt. Just give him one more year. If he fails next year, then he can go. Mm. You know, if he if he doesn't score fifteen, sixteen goals, I genuinely think we've got no pace up front. Phobie's he can be he is quite quick and. I think I think if I think Nick Powell's going to be a very important player next season. Yeah. In that creative midfield role, but I just, I just love to see Ben Pearson as that spine in the holding midfield, with probably Woods and Etebo next to each other and Nick Powell above him. Yeah, that's what I'd love to see. So, right, who are your choices if you're going to buy? Where would you spend your money on you? Striker, like I say, I, I still think we need some pace. We've got a lot of um, strength up top, but I still think you need some pace somewhere. If you're gonna have one, if we're gonna play two up top, then um, which I don't think he will, I still don't think he'll play two up top. I think he'll always play with one and then one just behind. I think he's trying to build his team now, so I think he's trying to get this diamond in. I think he is trying to now build a four at the back, holding midfield, yeah. the two central, a cam, and then two strikers. But you can't do that with with no link left wing back. So you know, I I I honestly. Instead of... Because the thing is, over the last couple of years, we have wasted money, big time. I'd be sorely tempted this year, if we're trying to sort the books out, I'd, I'd look down the loan market a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean... There's that's, plenty that... in the... You look at Man City's academy, you look at Man United's, you look at Chelsea's, there's good lads in them academies who could come in and do a good job. So who would you look at then? See, this... And this is a big shout, because I still don't think I'll get in the side. Now, Manchester City have um, bought a, a buyback clause for Angelino. They sold him last season. Yeah, Angelino, yeah. Last now, time. I don't think, even though they're buying him back, I don't see him getting in that side because Zinchenko was so good. Now, do you look at it and go, well, could we not have him for six months, 12 months? Bring him in and get him in on loan. I know it's a big shout, but from what I've seen of him, he's another one. Quick. Can play with both feet. I just I don't see where he's going to get in that side, and and I just think 
City, how many they've got Mendy who will come back? Yeah, let's he's, face he's, it. he's just always fully injured though, isn't he? That's yeah, but if, he's, if you can get him fit, let's get him on loan. Let's get Benjamin Mendy on loan. We'll have him instead. <laughs> Fuck, what's his name, Angelino? He sounds like the the missing turtle. But um, <laughs> you know, we'll, I, um, I'd I'd say I'd, I'd definitely start looking into the academies and stuff. Well, there's, there's two names that pop to my mind: Reese Reese James at Chelsea, yeah, and Ben Woodburn at Liverpool. Yeah, there's there's plenty out there. Just think, if we try and balance the books a bit, let's not go and waste a load of money somewhere that we don't need to. Because at the end of the day, look at Villa. Villa have used the loan market to their advantage, and it's worked, and they've got promoted. Well, I know Derby. Derby did it. Uh, most of the time, I mean, Derby got Harry Harry Wilson in, Mason Mount. Diego Tamori was it? Um, I yeah. can't think what it was. Uh, there's, there's been a couple more. I mean, Leeds had a few loanies from Chelsea and other clubs. I mean, it's not just. I mean, Sammy Abraham's had a, a cracking season, anti Villa. Yeah, yeah. Well, he always scores goals, though, don't he? He always yeah. But this is the thing, I just think sometimes we panic and end up buying somebody we don't really want. Mm. I just think sometimes at Championship level, bring him in on loan. Sam Lucas comes to mind. Yeah, it's they just they just panic bars, and I just think if we if we looked hard enough, there's enough in the academies. I mean, City's academies wiping the floor with every team every week. Scoring goals, yeah, well, they, yeah. They're scoring goals for fun all the time. Liverpool's is getting pretty single players yeah. as well. I, I just think there's definitely um, enough ability. I mean, I know. It's, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, you could look at Alberto Moreno. Can't get in the side at Liverpool for love the money. He's, I think he's going into this. I think he's getting he game Villarreal or something. Yeah. By the looks of it, but but then yeah, again, you're going back to names mind. again, aren't you? Yeah, you're going back to names. Then he, he cost a fair bit on wages as well. He yeah. would. He, he wouldn't be cheap. No. So right. So we we'll go back to. So who would you bring in? So imagine you're now the new director of football, and and you've got reasonable doubt. Well, we know my Ben Pe- Ben Pearson and and. Uh, Craig Taylor who would you bring in it could be a loan it could be 18 million 14 million but who would you buy I don't think we've got 14 million spent have we I think we have yeah I mean, with the parachute payments we are, we are flush we aren't poor but who would you buy or bring in I, I'd like to say I, I still I still spend my money on Gail so um, you're buying Gail 20 million I'm not spending twenty million on it. No, me. that's the price, twenty no. million. So it's so so ten. Full of coming with ten. So we're not paying twenty, we're paying ten. So yeah, there's see, like I say, I think with Powell coming in, I don't think we need to do anything in the middle now. Um But is he, he's playing a diamond, isn't he? Yeah. So he's not really playing with wingers. Yeah, he doesn't like his wingers. No. I don't think wing wingers are needed now. If you've got a good left wing back and right wing back, you you don't need. I still wingers. think that attacking front needs some pace. I do. I think that'll come from Nick Powell. I've heard Nick Powell at the slowest. So basically, I'd have Ryan. Hopefully, Ryan Woods in with Etebo. He'd bring pace to it. He charges up the pitch. Woods has got that passability, and then that's where I'd bring Pearson in, just as that holding anchor to keep things moving. You could have a shout at Harry Wilson. Harry, well, I can't, don't I think he, 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 he's going to go on loan in the Premier League now, isn't he? He's, he's too well known now. I could see Villa or Norwich or someone yeah. like that giving him a go now. Well, the thing is, there's a big talk of Lampard giving back Chelsea, isn't he? And I think if he does leave, 
it'll Derby will slip down again. Oh, Derby are in serious trouble. They've yeah. got a very old team, and they built their team last year on four loan signings. Yeah. So I, I've got a secret feeling Derby might go down. Honestly, wow, I, I, think, I think Derby are going to be in a real bad position. The back line's all in the we'll midfield. They're signings out, and they, 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 they're, they're an old team. Yeah, Tom Middleston. Yeah. I mean, they're losing half of them as well. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got like there's not they've got all their young players were all on loan. So you take all them loan signs out because none of them will go back Derby. Wilson won't go back Derby. Mason Mount won't go back Derby yeah. unless Lampard can convince them. But if they lose Lampard as well, they're going to be in serious trouble. Yeah. Because they've got to rebuild a new squad. Well, old Carson in goal. He well, he's, he's about 36 now, 37. <laughs> yeah. But Richard Keogh, 36. He's old, yeah. Tom Hiddleston, yeah. Huddleston, whatever. Hiddleston. <laughs> Hiddleston, you know the actor. He's the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Four in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, you've got a few, like I say, they've got an old squad, but anyway, getting back, back to it, so... So you'd have Harry Wilson then, wouldn't you? Instead of yeah, instead of like Gale. Trouble he's not a striker then. Well, that's he's what attacking I mean. midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, put him in striker. Can't be worse than a Berrini, can he? No one could be worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> he made Carl. He made Carl. Carl Lightburn look like Pally, didn't he? Berrini. Uh, well, that's still not ended, has it? Yeah, well, that'll... Um, Talk about him coming back. I, I don't really want to waste my energy on him no, anymore. I don't really want to waste my energy on him. I'm already falling asleep talking about him. <laughs> so, so you've decided now that... Just go go through your signings and who you'd bring in. Right, so uh, if I had a, that piece of paper, yeah, I'd go... I'd try Wilson, Gale. Um, I'd look at loans as well. I mean, as tough as it is, it's Tammy Abraham going to be available. I don't know. He might be available. You could put him on your list. I, I'd put him on. So, so you're taking Gale out and putting... No, I'm just thinking of, of, of a select few that you could put your name down for. Yeah, but that's something we've got about nine strikers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, we're going to have them all. Huh? <laughs> we, we, we do a Brazil 70 before at the top. <laughs> yeah. One at the back. <laughs> Cafu. <laughs> just does it all. Yeah. <laughs> Like I say, I'd, I'd be I'd be sorely tempted at looking at the loan market. Definitely, if he wants to put someone yeah. back, the, 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 you've you've just got to. I mean, the thing is, Wilson, he's not far off ready for the prem, is he? Let's face it. I think he's ready for the prem. I think yeah. he's I think he's Derby's best player. And I think he was the most creative player in the championship. Yeah. I mean, behind Timu Puki, for example, I think another loan signing was the best player in the league, and that's where it's going now. Yeah. I mean, like I say, the reason why I'd like I'd take Taylor and I'd take. Pearson is because I, I think that would keep us women budgets, but it'd improve the team. I mean, like you've gone there with your loan signings, and I couldn't stand it. I'd loan a few in. I'd, I'd loan Reese uh, James in as a spare right back for Tom Edwards, and if he breaks in, he breaks in. Yeah. It just adds to the tempo. I'd take Ben Wood, Woodby in as well and bring him in as a replacement for Powell or. or if he's good enough, better than Powell. And, but I think he's a talented young Welsh international, I do, Ben Woodward. I'll tell you one that I haven't mentioned, and I, I, I do genuinely think you could get him into the championship, is Jordan Ar. I'd take Jordan Ar, but I would, as yeah. a holding midfield. To be I'd honest, take I'd probably take him as not even on loan. I'd try and buy him. Because he's not really worked out at Bournemouth, has it? I, I think the problem is with Jordan Ar, they, think, they, they think he's a winger, don't they? And he in yeah. it. No, he's he, hasn't, he hasn't got the skill on the ball. No. Yeah, he's not. He's a terrible passer of the ball, and he can't cross. Yeah. But they keep playing him on the on the right wing because he's quick. 
You put him in a holding midfielder, he'll be brilliant. Yeah, because he'd break forward. Because he'd break forward because he's got the pace, but he can yeah. defend. Because that's where he started. He was a left-back at Liverpool. Yeah. So, like I say, I'd one. take him. Yeah. I would take Jordan Hart. Yeah, he's, he's another one that um, is maybe not, it's not quite where it's out. Yeah, Even, no. I mean, you could probably say to him, uh, have him for a year. Because he's still young, isn't he, at the end of the day? Yeah, I think he's only 24, to, yeah. 23, 24. You could say to Bournemouth, you could say, right, we'll have him for a year. He's going to play most of the games. Well, um, another another one towards that is uh, Tyrone Mings. Last year and year before, he did nothing at Bournemouth, but he went to Villa for half a season and he's helped them go up. I think he'll sign for Villa. I, I think he would do. I think mm-hmm. Villa would be mad not to sign him. I think he's he's been a bit of I remember when Stoke were in for him. And wouldn't be did wouldn't wouldn't get. I mean, apparently we went in for three million pound. He went to Bournemouth for nine, so it shows you how far away we are when it yeah. comes down to signing players. There's been plenty though. I mean, why isn't it? Why did nobody look at Phil Foden two years ago? Oh, he would have been a great loan signing. You got Bob out now. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's too, near enough city in England yeah. now, isn't he? So he's he's so got no chance. But two years ago, he, he was ripping up trees every week in the reserves, and you think, well. Be a great person out on the bench. Well, I tell you, I, I think the same thing's going to happen with Ben Woodburn. Yeah, I think he, I think in the next couple of years he'll be a star player. He's another one, quick. Oh, Powerful. brilliant play! Yeah. Play in the wings, left or right. Yeah, he can play in the middle as a cam. Yeah, I think he'd be a fantastic signing for Stoke. He would. He bring pace. He bring youth, and he wants to prove himself. That's 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 my philosophy. Pace in this league, you need pace. I think you, you need pace any league, don't I, you? Really? I just think at times we've got so overrun at times because we're so slow and we, we really, really need... That's the first thing I start, started doing this season. I looked at the squad and gone, you're not quick enough, you're not quick enough, your legs are gone, I need to get pace in. Well, that's really, that's what Charlton got promoted. They've got a very, very quick squad. It's one one that Nathan Jones's philosophy at Luton? Yeah, pace and goals. Pace. Pace and goals, yeah. That's it's blood and thunder. Yeah. But at the moment, he hasn't got the players, and he, that's why I think we're trying to bring in as many as possible. No, it's just a little clap of thunder. Yeah, it's it's just a little, <laughs> little, little, you know, one of those little applauses that people get. But yeah, so speaking of Nathan Jones, do you think he's a? Do you think I think he is personally? I think he's the right man. But what do you think? Um, I don't think he can pass judgments on it yet. I don't. I think he's relatively. He's not that experienced, is he? At the end of the day, he's had had coaching roles. He's been at Charlton. He's been at Brighton. He's been. He's done one full season at Luton, and then he came to us sort of halfway through the season, did the last yeah, season. He, yeah, he's he's young. Yeah, and he's. But I mean, the year he went up, I mean, he scored ninety four goals. Oh yeah, there was second the only top. team. The only team in England to score more goals was Man City. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they know where the goal is. Yeah. I mean, so I, think, like, I think it's their striker, James Collins, has nearly scored 100 goals in well, three seasons. You're talking about him coming Stoke. I'd take him at Stoke any day, because yeah. I think if, if you're that natural in front of goal, it doesn't matter what league If you get, you get the big opportunity to put the ball in the net, you will. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, so it's obviously he knows a good player, Nathan Jones. I mean, he's he's young. He's You could see that he wants, that he wants to be a manager. You could see that it means more to him being a manager than it does being a player. Because he, he wasn't really a very good player, was he? I mean, what's no. the history behind him, really? I mean, he played in Spain. I mean, he's, he's, he did have three promotions at Brighton, to be fair. Well, as a player. As a player, yeah. Um, so, but obviously that was from like League 2, League 1. Yeah. And it's, it was right through the divisions. But, I mean, 
it's it is a poor level, isn't it? But then again, a lot of good managers weren't great players. Oh, Terry Pulis said he played not non-league most of his career yeah. at, at Newport. Yeah, but the thing is, I always think that the ones that weren't great players know where they were going wrong once they finished. Yeah. So when they put it to implement it into a squad, they can tell what. The trouble is with the best players, the the what's it? They, they, that far up their own arse aren't they that they're like well I'm great I can do everything yeah. whereas if, you, if you're getting it wrong week in week out then you can go well I should have done that I should have done this I was in the wrong position there I should have tracked back I should have done this should have done and you can implement that in your own squad when you retire well I think it also leads into the fact that you know how to treat a player like a player like Pulis or Nathan Jones could sit there and go I could have become a Premier League left back if, if this bloke had done it. This with the gaffer had said this yeah. to me, or or listened to me in that way, and knew where I put yeah. myself. And but a lot of the times when you have got players like Nathan Jones who really haven't achieved much. I mean, you know. So when did he join? When did he play for Valencia? <laughs> oh, it wasn't Valencia. <laughs> I can't even. I, I can't even pronounce who, who they were. That's how bad the name is. I don't even know. Go on, just, no, just have a quick go. No, it was. It was. <laughs> He's like Karaku or something. I, I, I've never even heard of them. They're not in the league now, anyway. They probably <laughs> don't even exist. Um, but the thing is, like you say, I don't think that's the reflection on a manager if he's played at a poor level. Really. No, it is. No, it is. No. There's been many good managers no. that hasn't played at a higher level. I mean, it's... I mean, in three years, he won 87 games at Luton as manager. Yeah, so, so his, his record's outstanding, really. Yeah, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> Not, I, I think he's special, Ardy. I think there's something about him, Ardy. I think I think he's one of them people that might be a, a future great. I, I do. I think if he gets it, gets it right, you never know, do you? I mean, the one thing that I hope, especially this season, because um, the the fans just need to get behind the team. I mean, it was coming out in the press again. The the players aren't happy with the stick they're getting. They need to get behind them. There's some like idiots up by us, and it's I've had enough of it now. Forget about the prem. Let's concentrate on this season. New manager. It's his first full season. Let's just do it. Let's just go for it and get behind the team and the manager. Well, that's always been the case for Stoke fans, aren't they? When when they're behind the team, they're the best fans in the world. But when they're down, when they're against, when they're against them, they're the worst fans yeah. in the world. And it's but that comes with being the best at occasions. You're either the best. It's like. It's like cream into you that you're either the flat or you, or the best. You. It's one misplaced pass. Oh it's yeah, like yeah. Thirty lads in Stone Island, like early abuse and throwing passes. One misplaced pass. No, like a a centre back hasn't given it to a left back, just quite right. Boo, get it <laughs> with them. You know, it, it, get it out the door. <laughs> Sally, we can't pass. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it, to be fair, I mean, there's been there's been a lot of jab that's deserved. We have watched. Tergy oh, football. It's been, it's not been great, has it? For three years now. Yeah, it's um, it's been a poor couple of years, but I just think somewhere along the line, you've got to draw. You've you've got to forget about it. You've got to. Otherwise, there's always going to be this negative attitude at Stoke all the time, and I just think it it needs to stop, and it needs to stop now. But like you say, that sort of helps if you're getting half decent results, don't it? Oh yeah, it helps. I mean, if you start winning, the the crowd was. I mean, it's like the Derby result and the Leeds result where the fans got behind them and and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's because we were playing against what we see as a top side in the league, 
and you think you're right, yeah, go on, I'll get behind them today, and, and they do. Yeah. The problem is, our fans team, as soon as we're playing someone like Wigan, or, you know, some Tim Pot like Rotherham, Tim Pot clubs like we the expect. bottom, but we expect to, yeah. we expect to thrash them. Yeah. But these teams are hard break down, they aren't, they aren't, uh, you know, they aren't Jimmy L teams, these are, they these are. You've got nothing brilliant. I mean, Rotherham Rob, Rob know that they weren't going to stay up. They probably thought, well, well, we'll give it a good go. Yeah, we'll give it a good go. Yeah, that's you, it. You know, to me, to you, that's that's what they are, Rotherham. <laughs> See, if you, 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 nearly, you nearly missed that. Someone's been there uh, reading the back of the Penguin Rapper again. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say to you, it's, uh, I think that, I think we've been, f- I think that we've got to give him the chance. We've got to let yeah, him, we we've got to let him build the team. Yeah. We've got to let him, you know, coach really We've got to give him yeah. that opportunity to do everything right. Yeah. And we can't if we're booing all the time because I don't know someone's wearing the wrong bib. Yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, we're, we're, it's that pathetic sometimes. I mean, it's like some some of those lads near us. These one minute they're singing anti-Semitic songs to James McLean, and then he makes a great pass or scores a goal, and they're like, "That's it, James. That's it." I'm like, "You're the most yeah. two-faced person I've ever seen." I always knew signing him was a bad idea. I, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, straight away, I don't understand I mean, why they bought him. Soon as it, soon as the editor went, why? I mean, nothing to do with his, nothing to do with his religious beliefs. It's just that I just don't think he's good enough. I just yeah. don't rate him as a player. Yeah. I think he had a couple of good years with, with Martin O'Neill when he first sort of broke in, but other than that, I think yeah. he's been a very average player. Doesn't score enough goals, doesn't create enough goals, and for me, it's just a waste of five million. Yeah. When there's better young players out there. He'd be one if he left. I wouldn't lose any sleep over. Not yeah. at all. But I mean, like Nathan Jones came out into the other day and was talking about the fixtures, and he well, said, "What's the next step?" Well, that's it. Well, I'll look at the fixtures and we'll go into that into what we think of them. Well, we've got QPR first, which. That's six oh, that's four it. nil lap. Four nil. Is that domestic? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a bad. It's not too bad. I mean, you've got so you got QPR first, Charlton away. I can't. I Wigan think that's going to be a great good good in that one. First away match, Charlton. Yeah. It's normally sunny in the first couple of games, so I think that's a good one. I think we'll go with that one. And then it does get a little bit tougher, I think, after the cup. You've got Derby at home. Preston's not too bad away, but then it's Leeds at home, and then Birmingham away. But like I said, I think Derby are going to be a completely different prospect next season. The thing is, though, if you look into September, you should, there's enough games there for you getting a decent amount of points on the board for me. I, th- um, I think I think it's a really good good set of fixtures, Ardy. I think it's really lenient to Stoke, but it means we have to have a good start. Yeah. I mean, if we have a good start there, then. You know, the second half of the season's when the big boys like Leeds and all them come, come away where we have to go to their place. You know, we we might have enough points then. You know, we might be in the top two, top three, and then momentum takes over then. Yeah. So I mean, if we get if we beat QPR and beat Charlton, then it's going to be a good season. Simple as that. Yeah. It's I just... mean, we've got a tough Christmas. Um, I mean, you look at sort of from the beginning, of September. I mean, Hull's not too bad away. Um, but you've got Reading, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield away, Fulham away. You've got, you got two pretty tough... Fit. They're within, what, two days, 29th? That's what I mean. It, the first. It, it gets, it gets hard at Christmas. That. You've got two big... You've got two teams that have come down from the Premier League in the space of three days. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is tough. If you come out of there with six points, you've done all right. Well, if we get, I think if we went, beat, went, uh, get six points out of them two, you're going up, really. I mean, I'll just feel... You'd take big... four, wouldn't you? No, I'd, 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 take, I'd, I'd take three out of them. Yeah. I'd take three. I mean, four, four of them are going to be a hard side next year. They've got too much quality there. They're in the wrong position. Um, I think, uh, but I think they've got an inexperienced manager. So, but like I say, look, look at him. Mean, who have we got on Boxing Day? Boxing Day, we have Sheffield Wednesday at home. See, that's a good one. I can't remember the last time we had a Boxing Day one at home. I think the last two, 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 three years. I think we've yeah, been we missed on, out, haven't we? on Boxing Day. So yeah. it'll be nice. It'll be nice go, go the game. Yeah. I mean, New Year's it's Huddersfield, isn't it? There's only two. There's only so many family members you can see, aren't they, at Christmas? Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> especially Boxing Day. You just want to get out of the house while. <laughs> and secreting roast potatoes. <laughs> while well, the wife here clears up the boxes and makes a pie. <laughs> you know, it's one of them. But yeah. I'll tell you one team we haven't mentioned, West Brom. West Brom, I think they've. I think if they yeah. lose, if they lose Rodriguez, and it. He's another one we didn't mention. Is it five million? Yeah, I think it's one of them. I think I don't mind Jay Rodriguez. I mean, if he came tomorrow, I'd probably go. Yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Not a bad sign. But I, I think he's one of them that. I just well, I don't really care. To Would be you have him over Joe Allen? Well, no, because he's a striker, isn't he? And you can play in the middle as well. Though. Well, he can, yeah, but I don't think Is that's that his position. That's why he's been playing for West Brom, isn't it? No, he plays a striker. striker he scored a lot of goals. Yeah. I'll see if he scored 26 goals or something like they that. they brought for... Slavin Bilic in, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I put that's it on... That's a big call, I, I put it on my Potter's page and went, don't all laugh at once. <laughs> I mean, sack, sacking a talented young manager like... like Darren Moore, who he, he was, he was to be honest for me, he did a fantastic job. He did. And then he sacked him when he was in fourth. I know. Fourth position. They were third. They were, they were third. Did. Yeah, they were third when they sacked him. And he. I bet he went home scratching his head. What what forgot what forgot do you? And then they go. What do you want? I'll tell you what. We'll bring Slavin Bilic in. Who knew enough got West Ham relegated in terrible form. Oh, yeah. we'll bring him in. <laughs> what that so sometimes these these it's a ma- managing merry-go-round isn't it sometimes well that's what it's makes me laugh about it. Just... it makes me laugh yeah it's, it's just an absolute joke but putting him in charge is like putting a Harry, bring, i know we'll bring harry back bring harry redknapp back there was a there was a, there was a merry-go-round of about six seven managers and it was allardyce redknapp Moyes. It was the same faces. Oh, yeah, it was the same. Yeah, Pardew, yeah. he's another one, Alan Pardew. Oh, Pardew's Mark great Hughes. for the first 12 months. Yeah, Mark Hughes yeah. the same, does well when yeah. he's got a spine then. You'll only lose about four games under Pardew, first 12 months. But then the second 12 months, you'll lose the first 16. Oh, yeah, he's, he's terrible, Alan Pardew. Yeah, he's terrible. terrible manager. Yeah. He's a manager, that's all he is. Yeah, that's all he is. He, yeah. hasn't, got the, he, has, he hasn't got the ability to know the tactics. And Slavon no. Bilic, yeah, he started well with West Ham, but as soon as he lost the reason of that, Payat, he... <laughs> he plummeted like yeah, a stone yeah. West Ham did so, was so it's great news for Stoke brilliant yeah. news that he's gone at West Brom I thought brilliant if they had, if they still had Darren Moore they'd be going up I'd yeah, be going would, West yeah. Brom have got a chance in top two I mean that could be a big game depending on where we are on the table the 10th What's of that April one? Leeds away Leeds away that's a big game there then you've got Birmingham as well I think Birmingham you've lost Gary Monk as well, haven't you? I mean yeah. Birmingham another club. I think this year it is starting starting to fit together for Stoke. Yeah. But it, but going Nottingham Forest on the last day when we need a need a we might need, need a result for promotion, it's Well they've lost uh, Roy Keane today, haven't they? 
Why is he gone now as well? But for no reason online, anyway. It just says he's left. You won't be know what he's like. He's... Yeah, but he's with O'Neill. He's his best mate. Yeah, but it's 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 Mark, it's Roy Keane. Yeah. He, 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 somebody could just you know put the wrong boots on. And that's it. I'm leaving. I'm laughing. He's yeah, he's one of that. He'd be worried about him. Wouldn't yeah, oh yeah, if he, yeah. he started smiling again. Oh, isn't it nice today? You're all right, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd ring a doctor in, wouldn't you? Yeah. He's a very very miserable man. Oh, I know. Yeah. So right, look at them fixtures. What would you What would you say? Is the best one out of them. Best for away day for the fans who are listening. The Leeds one, because of where it is. Because obviously the last game is the 2nd of May. So it's finishing early. Because is it the Euros next year? So they yeah. finish slightly early, don't they? Because of, obviously, the, um, the run-up to the tournament. So if you're looking at it there, you've got Bristol City and then Brentford after that game could decide if you're going up or even decide if Leeds yeah, are going Yeah, I think it's up. important, that one. That's think... a massive game, depending on what... I mean, obviously, if, if, obviously if we are um, in the middle of the table, it means nothing. It might mean something to Leeds, but it won't mean uh, nothing to us. But I honestly think if we have a good season, that could be one of the biggest games in years. Stoke Leeds. So... Um, there's no, they're all relatively steady games towards the end of the season, apart from that one. Um, I mean, you've got Barnsley, Birmingham, Brentford. I don't, um, I don't think there's any any games there that are really that bad. So well, that's what I mean. I think it, I think we've been very lucky on what we've got here. I mean, because if you look. If you look there on in February, for example, there's only really there one tough match, Cardiff. which is probably Cardiff all looting away, depending how well they're taken to the championship. So, I mean, looking at it, that's a nice little run in February. Yeah. I mean, if it's to pick some points up there, you know, automatics is on. Automatic promotion could be on by this point. I mean, I know it's all hearsay because yeah. you, you can't judge it till we start playing. But I think we've been very lucky this year with fixtures. I think I think we, there's a good, a good working that workings there. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if you look at them, I mean a, a lot of times you sort of look at fixtures and you, you sort of look at them on paper and think, well, we should get something there. But you know what this league's like. You you, you don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. How many teams have we played over the season? And you go, they lost the last four, haven't they? Then they beat you three and else. That's what. And it's that topsy turvy, and it's so. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I I haven't looked at anywhere and thought, wow, we've got a tough run there. There's always a break against somebody. That I mean, I can't see all, all having a good season. I really can't all Wigan. I don't. I, I think they're t- especially Wigan. They've lost all. They've lost basically all their best players. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it's. I think they're good fixtures to be honest. And and you know what we'll end up now moving into is moving into the next part. Right, it's time for the new the new way uh, thing that we put in this, this week. Segment. New segment. That's the <laughs> one. The thing. That for. that's the thing I was looking for. Eh. <laughs> uh, so first of all, we're going to go straight into the questions. And uh, 
I'd no idea how to say that. Ozzie and Madavi. He's asked three players that you wish Stoke could buy. Well, that could be anybody. I mean, I can name three. Go on, man. Messi, Ronaldo, and Neymar. <laughs> Job done, really. <laughs> Who said any? You didn't say be realistic. Yeah, didn't say be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I think Neymar'd love it at Stoke anyway. He'd love a cold uh, December. Oh, he'd love it. He'd, he'd, he'd love it in Stoke. He would. He's, he'd be in liquid every night, wouldn't he? Party. I think. Um, I think it's pretty much what we touched on earlier in City. It's about bringing in the right players we want, sort of thing. Because I mean, the thing is, everyone's going to say that, aren't they? Oh, we'll have him and we'll bring him in. And uh, yeah, I, I just think. Go then, give me three names. Bring Arnie back. And so we want Arnie. There's one. There's one of the three. Um, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham. So that's two strikers. Uh, and James Justin. And James Justin. There we go. And from the same bloke, Aussie and Man Davy. He's getting it now. Aren't he? Yeah, he's, I'm getting there. <laughs> one day I'll pronounce it right, probably. What place do you think Stoke will end on? What place do you think Stoke will end on? I think, I think uh, if you speak that in English, where do you think Stoke will finish? finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I'd say they're gonna finish about tenth. 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 Yeah. Fucking hell, we're gonna be top of record points. What are you on about? No, don't start saying that. Fucking we're hell. Back by the I've, I've told you. <laughs> <laughs> Six 0 first Someone, game. Someone's got to be realistic. <laughs> so you think tenth? That's, tenth yeah. You think tenth? I've yeah. got a feeling I'm fifth. I've yeah. got a feeling we might scrape fifth. If if Nathan Jones gets the players he wants. Yeah. Basically the quality round the other way. Yeah. Sixteen. Aiden. Aiden Stubby. Stubson. He's been around a while. Do you think that we should keep or sell Ryan Shawcross? Um I'd keep him. Only even if he didn't play all the games I'd still keep him. Because he he knows he knows Stoke inside out, doesn't he? And he He's, he's sort of the last out of the, the core group from when we went up 10 years ago, 11 years ago now. I love the bloke. Yeah, it, I just think he, he, if, if he, certain players, they don't even need play. They can be in the dressing room and make a difference. And I do genuinely believe that he still puts 110 in every week, even if he isn't what he was five years ago. Um, I think he'd be good for the likes of Liam Lindsay coming in. Mm. Is it? He'd be a good, good person. Get under his wing, um. Because I think that's why they're bringing Lindsay in as a, a long term replacement for Shawcross. Well, I hope so. I mean, for me, I think it's just a daft question. Would Would you sell Ryan Shawcross? What would I sell the the greatest defender I've seen at Stoke? No, 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 not really. It's like when people say to me, "Would you pick Danny Bat or Ryan Shawcross?" Ryan Shawcross. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to breathe before saying that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so now we're going to go to Phil from Berry Hill, or Merry Hill, whatever it is. And not Merry Hill. I don't know, wherever it is, it's, it's in Stoke somewhere, it's near Arts Hill, isn't it? But anyway, he yeah, he's, he probably will do anyway, but saying that, we only have three questions anyway on this one. So what we're going to say is now, um, what did he, what's he asked? He's asked, do you think we've got tough fixtures this season? Well, they're all tough, aren't they? The no, the nothing's day. easy in the Championship. No. They're all they're all tough, but um, I I I think the thing is, you're gonna see a completely different Stoke side come QPR. 
the end of the day, when he came in, it was someone else's side. He changed it a little bit here and there. Whereas this time, it's going to be a squad pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. He's yeah. Gonna, there's going to be a lot of changes this, this summer. And I, I just think... I can't, I can't sit here and go, yeah, we're going to run the league. Because I don't know. I don't no, think anybody we'll, else knows, do they? Uh, we won't, we won't no. run the league. I mean, that's, no. that's just obvious, really. Um, and Clive the Devil, as it's said here, says, which will... No, sorry, what's it said? He said that's not English, that hasn't made. Basically, it's saying, would you keep Bojan? No. No. 12 months ago, I'd have said, yeah. But he was pretty much a one-season wonder for us, wasn't he? I think he just had three good moments, had him. I, 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 don't, I don't dislike the player. But three, um, three twelve games. I, I, I hated him. Oh yeah, he was he was, was so dreadful. so lightweight. Yeah. He was just getting knocked off the ball every time he was running with it. But then that three months, he was probably one of the best players I've ever seen. He was up. Like he, he was up there with Ukstri in yeah. that three months, and I love Ukstri. He's the best player I've ever seen. The goal he scored at Leicester away after Christmas, where he wasn't even facing goal. He was facing. He wasn't even looking at the goal, and he turned and hit it first time. He spun round and hit it, and I, and he sort of stood there and went, "Well, he wasn't even looking at the goal, and he knew where it was. He, everything he touched turned to gold, and it for about three, four months, it was brilliant. And then, like I say, for some odd reason, we decided playing at Rochdale. Yeah, <laughs> and then from then on, it's just been two years of a nightmare. You're thinking, well, we had a decent side, man. We still had Walters and Crouch and everyone. You're thinking, why have you sent your best player to Rochdale on a pitch that looks like horses have been running across? <laughs> well. Exactly. I mean, for me, I think the quicker he goes out of Stoke City now, the better. Yeah. Because exactly now right. it's now it's causing rifts between the club and the fans. Yeah. He got Gary Rowett sat. Let's be honest. And I just think it's time for him to move on. But Nathan Jones has already said that I've given him chances. He's done nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he hasn't. Makes a good point. He hasn't. It's like second half of the season when he was. Sorry, not second. Yeah, probably second half when he got those games. He missed a penalty. Missed a one on one. And and then did nothing. Did nothing. Didn't score a goal. Didn't create any goals. Oh, he's had had his chance. He's had his chance. And all I'm saying is now he's on a big wage. Get rid. Let's bring through the future of Nick Powell. Job done. There we go. Yeah. So that's answered your question. Right. This one isn't. This one's more of a statement than a question from our mate Lewis Eccleston. One. Uh, Liam. Liam Lindsay will be obviously quality next to bat. Cousins may be all right. Well, instantly, that's it. You not need to sort yourself out. It's not a question, really, is it? But what we'll say is, I think you're talking bollocks. I think um, I think he'll be, obviously, quality next to Ryan Shawcross and uh, Danny Bath will have a nice little place on the bench. Uh, like I say, I'm not discrediting Danny Bath. I think he's a good player. I think he's, a, he's been a good signing. But straight away, I thought, why have we gone for the older man? And he's, I mean, what old is he? 29, 30 now. And I've, you know, I, I do like him. But I think he's he's no Ryan Shawcross, let's be honest. And the other part of it was Cousins may be all right. I mean, well, maybe, maybe the, jo- the jury's out on him. I don't know anything really about him apart from, of course, what we've already discussed before in the yeah. in the part. I mean, I can't, I can't really say any more on on Cousins no. until I actually now see him play. Yeah. I mean, apparently he's signed. So welcome, what's his to Jordan, Jordan who. <laughs> Jordan, <exactly>. Jordan who? <laughs> right. The jury's out with a lot of these lads that are coming in. At the end of the day, because they're not names. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
and Cynthia Potteris, 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 no it's Riss, Potteris, she's, uh, she's asking, will the season tickets go down next year? No, no chance, no chance. I'm even they've gone down, from our, our mate Tony, who was on the, talking on the radio the other day. When it come out of my bank account, it didn't go down. Yeah, well, that's your bank account. You're going, aren't you? <laughs> what about everyone else? No, no, no chance. No chance. I think they, I think they'll drop. Not by much, but I think they will. They'll... Oh, do you mean attendance? Yeah, attendance. That's what you meant. Price. No, oh no, no, that that'll free that'll freeze till I'm dead. Yeah, but um, oh, the 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 numbers were dropping mid season, weren't they last? Yeah, no, I think they will drop, but um, I don't really care if they want to sit on their arse and be plastic, let them be plastic. Well, the thing is, is normally when they start leaving, you're left with the real Stoke fans anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, I mean, I'm, I, I prefer it when it's a bit quieter anyway. You don't get people who were, who were there to go, oh, I like Premier League football. Well, do you? Yeah. There's a tally down the road. Yeah. Yeah, the numbers will drop, definitely. Um, especially in the lesser games. So... Right, so that's the end of your questions. But make sure you keep bringing, uh, keep asking us. Send them in all week. Keep keep sending them in. We'll ask at an earlier date that ne- next week because we've learnt that. So we'll ask on Thursdays, probably Wednesdays, depending depending when we can. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got we've also got my personal pages up there as well, which is Ian from Scholar Green. Uh, again on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. But also we've got our own group, the Potters, which I'm hoping we'll get more members for because I asked a question on there, and I want more. Que- I want I want listen from more of you, the Stoke fans. They're the people who who make this what we do. We want we want to hear from you basically. So right, we're going into the weekly feature now. The Hall of Name and Shame. Who have we got? Name and Shame. Name and Shame. Because it's Fame and Shame. It is fame shame, that's what I said. You're just, you're just mishearing me, aren't you? You're just what? trying to catch me out. <laughs> <laughs> you're still you're, awake. You see, if you're awake, we forgot to do it last week and we could only apologise. Yeah. So who's fame, fame this week? Is Rory Delap. Rory the Legend Delap? Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. He's definitely, he's definitely fame. Well, he's obviously now one of our first team coaches, isn't he? Yeah, he's still at the so club. He's come back. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, when we first come up, if it wasn't for that throwing, he, he, this, the amount of games that he won and probably kept us up really wanted. Um, it was deadly. The throwing was deadly. Oh, every week it was, yeah. yeah. Every week. Oscillated it. Thing is, as well, you've only got Luke back. Uh, he's, I know, he, I mean, he played for Derby um, and uh, Southampton. And Sunderland, and he has he had a lot of Premier League pedigree anyway, um, and they were the sort of people you needed for staying in the Prem, don't you? First season, you need people who know that division, and he knew it. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll go as far to say with Rory Delap that I think he's probably one of our most famous ever players because of his throwing. I mean, I, I think probably one of the most most famous scenes I remember was Hull when Bowie's Mayo booted the ball out for a corner instead of a throw-in because of Rory Delap. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'd say he's up there as one of, my, one of our most famous ever players. I mean, every time I go abroad, I'll say, who are you? And he goes, well, I'm a Stoke fan. And they go, oh, Rory Delap, long throw. 
Yeah. It's like these people from everywhere, and they, they always know Stoke for Oid Lap. Especially the more modern people. I know the older generation are obviously going to know Stoke for Pedrick and, and like Stanley Matthews and yeah. Banks. and But I think the newer generation were known for the lap. I think it's the lap. I think it's... <laughs> you want to bless with much at it, like pace, but oh, he did read yeah. the game well and he did organise the midfield very well. But like you say, the throw. I mean, another one that a lot of people will forget, um, Dean Windass. If you remember at the Brett one um, game, he stood in front of him so he couldn't take the throw. And then when he took the throw, he stood on the white line and the ref booted him and gave a free kick. So he didn't take the throw. So he didn't throw yeah, I remember that now, yeah. I yeah, he stood that. right on the line and the lap threw the ball at Windass's head. And then the ref come over, booted Windass and gave a free kick. And Lee Sandy didn't throw the ball. I know, that's. that's that, a... that was the lengths people were going to to stop the throw. I know, that was. I remember that now. Burnley moved the advertising boards in four foot. Yeah, they all did. They all yeah. started doing it then to stop yeah. to stop Rory getting his run to get his throw in. Yeah. He even tried to ban his towel. So they had to put a towel into his shirt. Yeah. That must have made it warm, though. You imagine having a good... It didn't cover much mileage on the pitch. <laughs> well, I mean, he was, he was getting on a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. So. He knew his limits. But at the end of the day, he had two leg breaks as well. I know, yeah, that's what he had. He broke his leg in his first ever game for Stoke. So, yeah. you know, for... I mean, how many times did he play for Stoke? I mean... 178. So that's what I mean. It was 30-odd when he came. So it's a big achievement, that is. I mean, but also, if you look at his his career, we literally did get every last ounce of his career left. Yeah, yeah. Because after that, he he couldn't carry on playing. He dropped right down as well, didn't he? I mean, he he was a fit bloke outside of football, did a lot of charity bike rides, don't he, all the time. Yeah, he he always did keep... For his age, he was always super fit, to be fair. I think he was down to earth as well. I think he was a real one. I think he's, a, he's a legend. I he's think loved he... at Derby, though, isn't he? Yeah, well, I, Derby. I hate Derby. I really hate Derby. That's <laughs> that's not even... I can't stand him. Right, anyway, because we've nearly enough ruined Rory there because of that last bit. <laughs> we'll move into shame. Right. And this week's shame isn't a shame because of his ability. This is a different kind of shame. So this is this person is obviously Dutch inter well ex Dutch international, Ibrahim Afalai. I've put him in a shame, not as a shame that he's a bad player. I've put him in that it's a shame we never saw his true true ability. We saw bits of it, but we didn't see enough of it. No, um, you can't you can't fault his ability um, at all. But like you say, he, I think as well. Um, he got he got moved around a lot at Stoke didn't he one week he'd be on the left then he'd be on the right then he'd be in the middle and you're thinking you've bought a player and don't even know where playing well um, that's well that's the that's the thing thing about him is that I think he's I think he was he could have been a great player he well re- when, he, when he moved into central midfield he, he was I thought he was Really promising there, because it stuck out on the wing. He he didn't have he wasn't blessed with a good enough delivery. For me, I think he was always a central midfielder. Yeah, wanted to be he honest, was. Um, but like you say, injuries plagued him, did they? Um, f- throughout his Stoke career. So, well, that's what I mean. I mean, he was a he was he wasn't blessed uh, with. 
with good legs, was he? By the looks of it, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know he, how long he he played for anyone or, but he wasn't. But like I say, he was at Stoke for three years, and he must he, he can't have had more than fifty appearances. No, there's there's no question of it. I mean, looking into him, I think it's it's just such a shame. There was obviously great ability about him, and like I say about Ibrahim Afolai, he's one of them players that. I think we've just been unlucky. Yeah, it's the thing is though. There's, there was one or two, weren't they, that that came through the door at a similar time, um, and it and it didn't really work out. And I don't know, but don't you think he was a bit of a name as well? Well, he was a name, obviously, because when he broke through at PSV Eindhoven in two thousand odd, it was. I mean, he played a lot of football for PSV and made a real name for himself. Got on the Dutch side and, you know, real shiny, shining light. He's similar to Peter Hoekstra in many ways. And he went on to Barcelona and then, of course, he had a, a serious leg injury, which he's never really recovered from. I mean, if you look at his... 49 appearances for Stoke. And that's what I mean. So he played he only played 49 appearances and three years of football. And that could have, and let's face it, half of them could be subs. They probably were, but yeah. most of them were probably subs. I mean, yeah. he—it's such a shame, really. I, I think there was a real talent in there. But his age—I mean, it's what like he was young. He's thirty-three now. Yeah, I think he was twenty-eight when he came Stoke, something like that. So you're expecting—you're expecting hundred odd appearances, aren't you, for somebody yeah. of that age? But like I said, we just said that about Rory Lap. I mean, he must have been what 30, 31 when he came Stoke, and he—he he played one hundred and seventy odd appearances for the club. So. You know, it's one of them. I mean, he was a talented player. You saw, I mean, you saw glimpses of a good player, and it's such a shame. This one's a bad shame. This what this one's such a shame. Yeah, because he didn't just didn't really work out, did it? And the fans really got behind him at one point as well. Oh, I think they loved him. I, 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 he's not going to leave with him any bad feeling from me. I think it's just yeah. a shame we never got we never got to see him as good as good as he could have been. The thing is, though, from you looking. Looking here at the back of his career for five years, he didn't even make fifty appearances in five years of yeah, football. Yeah, before, before he joined Stoke. Stoke yeah. yeah, and then made forty nine appearances. Yeah, he had a loan spell where he he, he barely played. Yeah, because he was injured all the time. Yeah. Stoke got him because he was free, and you can't blame him really. He was just, he was a name. We're in the Premier League then, bringing in names is what it's about. Mm-hmm. The thing is though, I mean, he left PSV for Barcelona. And then got that injury. But yeah. look at the, look at the team back then, two thousand and ten to two thousand and fifteen. Oh yeah. So you got Messi in his prime. Yeah. And Iniesta, Iniesta Xavi. Xavi. He was never getting in that Xavi side. Like two, I think, was still there at that yeah. point. You know, doing a good Yo-yo side. Torre. You were never getting in that side. No. Well, he um, did. To be fair, he did. He was a good, like I say, he did play for him. Yeah. But he got that injury and he killed yeah. him. But he only made twenty-one appearances for him. That's what, yeah, what's well, five but, years? But, <laughs> yeah, but there's two loan spells in that as well. Yeah. So he was out for two years. Right, so that comes to the end of this week's pod edition. I want to say thank you for listening. We hope to hear more from you. I hope you hope you like and subscribe. We're on like we've told you before. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're just trying to get this taken off. I mean, eventually we're going to start doing videos, but we want we want to hear more from you, get the fans. Questions. So get your questions in, get your name read out, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra.